I'm Reese. And I'm Ashlyn. This is The Point. Just two girls trying to find the point. You feel? Because we do. Our first podcast is dedicated to our wonderful professor, Lil Chaz. Um, so today we're going to be talking about is the first point we will be trying to find is the point of finding good roommates. So... To start this off, we are going to share some of our stories of roommates, both good and bad. Very bad. (laughs) Very bad indeed. All right, Ash, let's hear your first story. So freshman year, I was blessed with an amazing roommate. Very quiet, very clean. She was pretty much a built-in mom. So she set me up for severe disappointment when I went into my sophomore year into my first apartment with three other girls. The girl I actually shared a room with will call her C for propriety's sake. C, yeah. So she's the one who actually got me into this house. So I was pretty dang excited that I was not going to be living in a cracker box of a dorm. So Middle of the semester, Ashlyn gets sick. So what does she do? She sits on the couch. She has a blanket or two. A nice movie. Don't you like movies when you're sick, Reese? Uh, Absolutely. It's only how I get better. So I was sitting there, my glass of orange juice, which is mandatory during illness, wouldn't you say? And I take my last sip. I put my glass on the table. And I get up and I go to the bathroom. I come back and there's a sticky note that says, do your own dang dishes. What? It was there for two minutes, maybe tops. And thus was the first sticky note. Sticky notes following came from my other roommate putting chips on the wrong shelf. Keep your stuff in your place or me using a pencil that was just on the living room table that I didn't know was hers, but did I use it? Sure, that was in a public space, but there was another sticky note, don't touch my stuff. And probably among my two favorites are the day I came home and there's a sticky note on my bed, which is a little scary because that's my bed. And it says, you have your own bed, Don't sit on mine. The story behind that was she found a wrinkle in her sheets earlier that day and assumed that I was forsaking my own bed for the comfort of hers, which, by the way, was about 10 feet in the air. And Ashlyn is very short for those of you who do not know. And the best story is one of the other roommates came home one day and found C sitting in the hallway surrounded by stacks of dryer sheets. And she goes, see, what are you doing? She goes, I think Ashlyn is stealing my dryer sheets. Folks tuning in, this was a family pack of dryer sheets, which had roughly 500 dryer sheets in them. So I have a lot of questions here. Why did she think I was using them when those things are 99 cents and I can get my own? Two, how does she know how many's in there? Did she cross off the 500 and say there are now 499? Like, how would she keep track and know that someone's using them anyway? And to top it all off, I wasn't using them. 
So she counted hundreds of dryer sheets for no reason. Gotta love roommates. Wow, uh, that's a really intense story of sticky note girl. Um, I didn't have roommates situations until probably junior year of college. I was kind of blessed, had really good, quiet roommates. We all kept to ourselves. Um, junior year is when we moved um, into this house, which is an apartment, which you have to share a room. So kind of like Ashton, when you start sharing a room, things kind of go down. Um, so, you know, I'm moving, I come here early, me and Ashlyn are like the first ones to move in. Um, my roommate that was going to be living, uh, we'll call her C as well, I guess. Um, so basically she moved in all of her boxes, but never actually moved in. Well, I'm a very clean freak in some ways. Um, so I unpacked stuff for her. I mean, she did not mind at all because, like, she was, like, my best friend. Um, and so, you know, weeks go by, still has not slept once. So I was like, okay, cool. It's fine. I get my own room, you know. Basically, nothing nothing wrong will happen. There's no drama. It's great. I was wrong. So I had two friends over. Actually, one of them was a roommate, and then we had a friend come inside, and we had a summer party. Well, the next day, I was supposed to go home, and the friend that came to spend the night was coming home with me as well. She couldn't get into her dorm facility, so I said, just crash here. No big deal. No one stays here. So she spends the night. Well, that night, we're watching a movie, and they're eating tortillas. I don't know why they're just eating normal tortillas. I have no idea. I'm in my bed watching the movie. Well, they actually get a tortilla and stick it on the wall with a tack. I totally forgot they did that. I said, hey guys, you should probably take that down. Minding them, I fell asleep during the movie. So when I woke up to get dressed, I totally forgot about the tortilla. Well, when we get back, because uh, it was a day trip when I went home. Well, C is in the house, surprisingly. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And she was like, why is there a tortilla on my wall? <laughs> I laughed because I totally forgot about it. Well, my laugh was apparently very disrespectful. So then I became a disrespectful roommate. Um, and which is kind of funny. Um, I actually cried to my mom about it. <laughs> Um, no big deal. <laughs> um, but I had to go meet with our RD about it. And I said, honestly, like, I didn't know. I didn't do that. Um, wasn't my tortilla. It was the other girls. Um, but the tortilla actually made the roommate that never stayed here move out. So I officially got my own room to myself. To myself. <laughs> uh, until, uh, I guess, like December when uh, my best friend Shelby moved in. But that's probably, like, the craziest, like, roommate-roommate situation I've been in. Actually, take that back. Well. We've, we've gone through stuff as a house, for sure. So, before moving on, I think it's needless to say we have a strict no sticky note and tortilla zone yeah, in no our tortillas. household. No tortillas, no, yeah. no sticky notes. I threaten Ashlyn with sticky notes at times. And all I have to do is pull out a package of those mission tortillas. 
So we also had some of our friends write in with some of their stories of horrible roommates because the point is to avoid this. And we will tell you how later. However, just to reiterate the point that you want to avoid terrible roommates, we shall tell probably the godfather of terrible roommates. So when choosing a roommate, as we will go over later, you want to make sure that there's ground rules, you know, kind of an understood. We do this. We don't do this. If you do this, do it outside of the house. Hint. We are at a Baptist university, not just any university. Baptist, which means more rules. Exactly. And so most of the rules in our household are not really ours. They kind of come built in with our lease, some would say. So me, Ashlyn, am lying in bed day eight of pneumonia when Reese comes in and wakes me up and says, hey, I want to wake you up before she does. And I say, what? And then a blood curdling scream just fills the house. Fills. All, all three bedrooms, front to back. Fills it, shakes it, shakes the house. And I say, what was that? And I said, it's her. <laughs> Literally. She will be called T. So... T was going through a rough time. Again, something we will cover later as to how to handle situations like this. Um, however, becoming so inebriated that you scream um, is not one of those ways that we will encourage in this podcast. By the end of the night, um, she was uh, throwing things. I left the house to go hang out with friends. And um, like Ashlyn said, she had pneumonia. Um, so she's trying to sleep. And there's other people in the house sleeping as well. I get texts from all three of them of what is going on. So I drive back home to find dishes thrown throughout the house. Even glass dishes. How did they not break? I have no idea. No idea. But Ashley was there, so let's take back our <laughs> So I hear this commotion, you know, after my feeble pneumonia shivering body managed to push a dresser in front of the bedroom door, which is probably <laughs> a red flag. If you're listening and you are doing such things right now, pushing furniture in front of your door for your safety. You might want to keep listening to our steps to prevent this. So dishes thrown, screaming, like a, a why me kind of wail going on. And Reese manages to sneak back into my bedroom through the bathroom and is whispering over and over. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to leave. I'm so sorry. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. So I stay in bed and Reese takes back over. Yes. So I get back in the bathroom, which is the only way I can get in and out of that room. 
um, due to like the dresser was in front of the door. Necessary. Um, yeah. And which I understood. Um, honestly, I don't know how her body even did that when she was so sick, but I was very impressed. Um, but yeah, I go back to the bathroom and, you know, this girl, <laughs> she's stripping. I was like, hey, like, let's hop into the shower tea. Let's like, let's go. And she just starts yelling at me. And I think I thought I was about to die by like some hands. I thought hands were going to be thrown at me. I was like, this is not going to be good. Um, because this, I'm the only one that can actually see straight. So like, you'll go down before me type way. So finally, you know, she gets <laughs> inside the shower and, uh, you know, I turn the shower on and then all of a sudden, like, she's still screaming and like, y'all like, I mean, she's screaming for like hours. This is probably like her third hour going on screaming. And I'm like, man, this girl has gone through hard stuff. She's heartbroken. But like, how, how, how does someone have that much lungs? Like, like, I don't get it. Like, she has, like, a backup pair. Like, it was just insane. So, I'm trying not to laugh because, honestly, I mean, today it's still kind of funny and I feel bad. But, I mean, it's, it's, it was a very hilarious situation besides Ashlyn's part. Um, but, so, finally, everything goes completely silent. So at this point, before it goes silent, I go sit back in the living room because, like, the screaming was just too much for my ears. Um, I almost was this close to, like, going to Walmart to buy um, Ashlyn some earmuffs or something for herself. But, you know, I just didn't. Well, completely silent. So I walk back, and this girl is just passed out in the middle of the shower. So me, I was like, oh, that's too much for my eyes. So I went and got a towel, and I just laid it over and I was like, all right, she's out for the night. Good night, T. So I leave again to go back to hang out with my friends that live off campus. Ashlyn texts me, T is up. And I'm like, she was just out. I don't understand. But apparently she threw her, t uh, her tennis bag at mm -hmm. Ashlyn. Remember, Ashlyn is sick, y'all, like dead sick. And because how many times I went back and forth in that room, I got sick um, taking care of Ashlyn in, in, a, in a tea. So finally, tea passes out, though. But after she throws the bag at Ashlyn, honestly, I don't know what that was necessary for. Well, but. I think I'll defend her for a moment. You know, she she was in the nude. And so I was like, <laughs> you know, when I don't feel good, you know, because I didn't feel good. I would like a fluffy sweater. So I crawled out of bed and I wrote a little note to her about Jesus. And I tucked it in a little fluffy sweater and I put it in the bathroom with her. Well, she emerged later in the fluffy sweater, letter in hand, tennis bag in the other. And apparently she did not feel the spirit. The Holy Spirit, that is, because thus the tennis bag was thrown. And then she fell asleep, and that's the end of the story. And it's kind of, that seems anticlimactic, but really, it was kind of at a 10 out of 10 the entire time until she fell asleep. Absolutely. Like, I'm very surprised our neighbors or even our RD that lives three doors down did not hear the horrifying screams. Because before she walks in the house was the worst scream of the night. I 
I I cried a little bit because my ears were bleeding. But um and like everyone else around, like we were just what is happening? Um but through this, um, me and Ashlyn have gone through even more uh situations, I guess, in this house that I feel like any other house hasn't gone through. Um, but that's okay, honestly. Um I mean, there's four out of six of us that have survived so far this year, um, which is great. Uh, But it's a new year, new us, just kidding, same us. Um, But the point of this podcast is not to tell you the worst stories of our roommates or just, you know, talking about our roommates. I mean... We, we still love them as people, honestly, um, because, you know, we love Jesus. We love others. It's not to bring them down. Um, honestly, we look back at these and we laugh at these memories, even though we were not laughing at the time. No, we were not. But, you know, now we can look back and be like, oh, my gosh, like that actually happened. Um, and it's kind of hilarious. And like I said, we have more to tell. Um But we're going to start on our five points to find a good roommate and how to deal with roommates. Um, So our first point is going to be prayer. So So in this time that we were having to deal with these different situations and you know, we're in a Baptist university, but more than that, both me and Reese were raised in Christian households and we're taught the first thing you do is you pray about the situation. And so whenever we were trying to come up with ways to bring these points to y'all about, um, about prayer and about pursuing um, healthy roommate relationships, we found these verses. So the first one will be First Peter 4. Five, six through seven. It says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. So even in those moments where you feel like Jesus is just about to flip a table, you can bring even the smallest trivial roommate sticky note before the Lord and say, God, I can't even handle a tortilla right now, and I need Mm. you to help me. So our next verse is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So as we could imagine, when... A tennis bag is flying (laughs) through the air. One of the thoughts of the many is, Lord, why? I do not understand this. My heart says, you know, throw it back. (laughs) However, (laughs) just to take a step back and realize that your roommate situation is not only about you, then you are able to pursue healing to pursue friendship with that roommate to share the love of God because obviously if they count in dryer sheets they ain't counting their blessings and if they get mad over a tortilla and you know someone sleeping in their bed you know 
And like running a friendship and moving out to never talking to that person again, aka me, um, it hurts. And I didn't understand everything that was happening because it happens all so fast. Um, but I had to understand what the Lord was doing. Um, and he brought me closer to my very best friend, Shelby, and even Ashlyn. I mean, obviously, like we're roommates now. Um, so, you know, I see God's hand in that even when you don't at that time, like Ashlyn did not see his hand when the tennis bag was thrown. Um, but he had his reasonings. And it's really hard, especially when drama comes from outside the house into the home or um, heartaches, you know, lead to, you know, people making, you know, poor choices. Um, you have to understand as, you know, a believer and then as a friend to those people um, that are struggling instead of you acting back out on them, what they did to you, you know, you have to be humble and just constantly love those roommates and love those people. Um, but yeah, our next one is going to be Joshua 1, 9. Which says, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, even into your own household. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. our next point is community. Um, I find it here, or just being in your home, you want home to feel like home when you come, literally like home. You don't want to feel like you're walking to someone else's home. Or you don't want to feel like you're walking into just another place. You want to feel safe. Um, so by that, you want to build a community. So build friendships with all your roommates. It might not be the roommate that you share a room with, but get to know the other people who live here. So it won't be weird um, when you encounter them. Um, you know, do things outside the house. They're not just your roommate. They're, you know, they're supposed to be your friends. Do things outside the house so you don't feel like you're trapped inside this house to just have the friendship here. You know, take it outside. Um, there's church. There's shopping. There's, you know, going out to eat. There's just going to coffee shops, studying, doing anything, going to school events. Um, and then when you want to bring your friends over, you know, tell your roommates, like, hey, it is okay, like, for y'all to come hang out with us. Like, hope you know, like, just because I have friends down here, like, I want y'all to meet them. I want them to meet y'all. You know, don't exclude unless, like, you are having, like, a little celebration or something. We'll probably be like, hey, like, I am having friends over. Like, totally don't mind if you join, but, like, this is, like, a situation. Um, but community is a huge part, and uh, I know Ashlyn thinks so as well. So what's your thought on community? I say that it is a mindset that you have to put yourself in mm -hmm. to live with other people. Because when I was put in this house, I was a transfer and I didn't know anybody. And so it was so tempting just to go sit in my room, hang out with my moose and call it a day. But it's a matter of sitting in the living room, you know, don't just decorate your corner of the house, throw a blanket on the couch, you know, if you are cooking, see if somebody wants to throw another potato on the stove and have a roomy dinner. It's just the small things that you do with each other that become the bigger things later on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our third point is alone time with yourself because everyone needs to just relax. You don't have to feel like you're constantly having to hang out with someone. 
I mean, there's been incidents where, you know, I come home and Ashlyn's literally watching a movie to herself. I don't bug her. I might be like, hey, hope your day was good. But then I get in my bed and I watch my own show. You know, it's okay to not always have to, like, hang out um, and to study by yourself, to watch a movie by yourself, do devotionals by yourself, or go out and hammock, enjoy the weather outside. Um, nothing's wrong with that at all. Um, cause I feel like when you are hanging out with so many people, it feels like sometimes you can't breathe because you just want that alone time. Um, but I know Ashton really likes her alone time, especially <laughs> with her <laughs> reading all these books, literally a new book in her hand. I feel like every single day. So, and I am not ashamed because once you're put into a house with so many people, there's bound to be an introvert. And you're listening to her right now. <laughs> I love my people and I love my community that we've built in this house. However, there are moments where I just need to, you know, hide a little bit, read my new book every day and just kind of enjoy myself. And that's OK. Introverts of the world, you don't have to unite. You can stay by yourself. We know who you are. <laughs> Um, and then our fourth point is going to be, you want to sing it for us? Respect just a little bit. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to be. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. These are the words I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. If you didn't understand that, the fourth point is respect, homies. Respect. So when we say this. We mean, all right, respect to someone studying, respect to someone sleeping. Um, honestly, Ashton really respects my sleep <laughs> because homegirl has to get up Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday morning at like 5.30. And honestly, I don't know when she gets up or when she leaves. Actually, I know when she gets up, but I don't know when she leaves. Um, and so she's just so quiet. It's just so great because she respects that I'm sleeping, even though she envies it. Um, or like if some of us are studying, like we have two education majors in the house and they're always studying. So we sometimes like to go in their room and bother them, mostly me. Uh, but if I know like they're really working on their unit or like studying or getting like a lesson plan together, I'm not going to go up in their house and just start annoying them. Um, I'm going to let them be, I'm going to let them study. Um, cleanliness, um, honestly, chores charts, like don't always work. But the thing is, if you know like a roommate is just struggling, having a hard week, having a long day, it is okay to pick up the extra dish or to just start the dishwasher again. So it looks like he actually did something. <laughs> I've done that several times. Um, but like, it's okay just to clean the house. It's, it feels nice to come to a clean home. And I know, you know, I haven't cleaned like forever and I came home and KP just Clean the whole entire house and I felt so refreshed even though I didn't do it it was so nice to just walk into like a brand new squeaky clean house um so you don't have to do it when you're asked or when you're told or you know like a chore chart but also privacy if you know this you have to respect big time um I mean Ashton's always allowed to my closet but I can't go walk up in <laughs> you know Caitlin and KP's closet and just you know wearing their clothes like They'd probably be like, uh, homegirl, what you doing? Um, or I can't just walk in the room, you know, whenever I want, even though sometimes I do. Um, 
But like, I know when I can and when I can't, uh, you know, it's the privacy of, you know, having, if they're having that alone time with themselves um, or they have people over or, you know, just giving them their space. It's okay. Um, do you have anything to add to the respect? Yes. We actually came up with this rule of, is it a 10? Because oh, yes. we all come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We all have different little quirks. Like we like to put the clean dishes on this side of the sink, dirty dishes in the other. Mm-hmm. Do you wash your dish right when you use it? Do you wash the dish before you go to bed that night? And so with all these little things that we would just love for it to be our way, we had to come up with this rule. Is it a 10? And mm-hmm. so if me having the dishes on one side of the sink and once they're clean, put them on the other side is just a four, then is there a reason to send a passive aggressive text <laughs> into the, um, what would it be called? Group text. Group, group message. Yeah. Um, um, some people would say yes, but I would say no. <laughs> many would say no. Or um is bring like let's just be a little dramatic is bringing drugs into the house a 10 on the do not do list yes probably a 10 so therefore that's a text where you can or not even a text that is a situation that you can you know address immediately with 10 volume 12 i I would put it up to 12 put it up to 12 And our last point is not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm just all I'm going to say. Anyways, but like, honestly, not every single house is going to be perfect. Um, You know, you're coming from your house. You obviously know that nothing is perfect. And as much as you love your family, there's still is fighting. There's still stuff, you know, that goes on because it's a home, you know? Um, So... There will still be long weeks where, honestly, you don't want to deal with anybody but yourself if you even want to deal with yourself. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't. Because I know that's my to-do list, and I never want to do that. Um, and then, you know, there's hard times that come outside the house. There's heartaches, you know, losing a loved one, you know, breakups, losing a job, or job, or there's something going on at your job, um, grades, you know. Everyone stresses out about different things, and um, as much as you want to talk to some people, sometimes you want to be alone. But if you're having a really hard day, you might accidentally like pop off and, you know, your roommate didn't mean to cross the line. Um, so th- this is just to help the drama go to not as much drama or no drama llama here. All right. So the thing is, obviously, we're girls. We're not guys, but even guys deal with drama, honestly, probably more than girls. But they just don't say anything. Um, but when you have six girls living in a house or even four, you're going to have someone do something that someone doesn't like, and it's going to cause issues. And the other girl who didn't like what the other roommate said, it's going to cause drama. But if you go and you automatically go in prayer, instead of going off in a text message or going off on someone else, you know, prayer is going to be so helpful during this. Um, community, having that friendship and be like, hey, I really don't like that you've been doing this. Or, hey, like last night, like was not cool. You throwing that tennis bag at me? That was over stepping it, homegirl. Or you can be like, hey, uh, sticky notes need to stop or I'm going to burn the sticky notes, <laughs> you know? Or like, hey, like I want to talk and I know you don't want to talk, but 
listen out. Like, I did not mean to disrespect your area. If I did, you know, you have to have that community to be able to talk to them. Because if you don't, obviously, they're going to be like my seat and just run out and not face it. Um, And then alone time. Have alone time to yourself. It's okay. Your roommates understand because trust me, they're probably doing it as well. Um, And then respect comes down to it. Um, Respecting not just, you know, the home rules or, you know, the different situations like uh, homework or studying or sleeping. It's also you have to respect that person because they are a person. So if you respect them, they're going to respect you back. Um, so it's not always going to be perfect, but hopefully this helps, um, y'all to understand of, you know, kind of like how to, you know, get to know your roommate, how to build roommates, um, and not have all these crazy stories to tell, but crazy good memories that you can cherish with them for like ever. Cause you know, college, you do meet like your best friends for life. Um, but any closing words, little Ash? Well, I hope through all this mess, (laughs) through the crazy stories, Mm -hmm. that your jaw may still be on the floor. Sometimes ours is, too. Yeah. Uh, We hope that you have heard the point. Yes. And if you haven't, listen again, because there's a point. Yes. Always. Always. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. I'm at, I'm <laughs> not Ash. I'm Reese. I am Ash. <laughs> Good night.